Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Thank you, Farad, and thank you all for listening. This is the uh, the the podcast just for you, the baby boomer. I'm Dale, and we uh, we do this podcast every week to talk about things that baby boomers are interested in, are relying on, can learn more from, and I do it with my two partners. First of all, welcome from the Mile High city of Denver, Colorado, Carolyn Strauss. Well, hey, everybody, and I think one of the things that us baby boomers are doing a lot is streaming shows on our streaming networks, and I am just about to finish one finally billions seven seasons and i really recommend it you guys if you haven't watched billions it was great okay i actually i'm in the middle of streaming new heart <laughs> the, oh. old, the, wow. the old new heart when he was in vermont and those are some very funny shows oh the, the last episode of that the last episode of that was yes, was, was incredible that. best that. finale ever yep. i agree <laughs> And, of course, the other voice you hear on this podcast is from the uh, great state of Indiana, where he's uh, not a mile-high city, but he's about a mile from uh, Lake Michigan, and that's always good. Please welcome the Aristotle of comedy, Tim Slagle. Yeah, Illinois has legalized uh, cannabis, so, yeah, it's about a mile to get high. <laughs> hey, did you see that they still haven't found a speaker for the house, which is which is weird because when my uh when my boombox lost a speaker, it was quiet. <laughs> do you have to be a member of the house to be speaker? You do. Because if not, not I I'd, I'd nominate Tim. Oh, no, no, I, me. I want yeah. Donald Trump. Just just because he'd get to sit behind Biden at the State of the Union address. You wanna you wanna talk some great comedy? <laughs> the facial expressions. <laughs> you think it was funny when Pelosi ripped up the copy of the speech? Put Trump in that. Just make him speaker for one day. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> But his orange jumpsuit will clash with whatever Joe is is wearing. So that's... <laughs> no, I will bet you a large sum of money that he will never be in an orange jumpsuit. By uh, by the time by the time the appeals have all run out, he's going to be president. So he he's going to par- be dead. He can pardon by the time himself. the appeals have run out, he can pardon himself. Halloween's over, guys. Quit scaring me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I became aware this week of a problem that I never really thought too much about as far as baby boomers are concerned. And that is, what happens if you get older by yourself? You have no family, you have no kids, you have no spouse. What Then what do you do? Well, for starters, you'll wind up growing a beard like I have right now. <laughs> but once again... I think what you do is celebrate and spend your money on yourself and eat lots and lots of ice cream for dinner. But okay, we'll wait till we get to our guests that's, before I go that's, there. That's, that's Carolyn's uh, take. And uh, anyhow, what we, uh, what we did is, once again, at great personal expense, we went out and sought an expert in in this field. We have as our special guest today, Sarah Zeff Geber, who is the uh, author of Essential Retirement Planning for Solo Agers, colon, a retirement and aging roadmap for single and childless adults, which has got to take the record for the longest book title I've ever seen. But it, it, Sarah, welcome to another day above ground. Thank you. 
I'm happy to be here with you guys and above ground. Okay. Yes. Well, that's my first question is what's a solo ager? I, you know. Good question. Good question. Thank you. A solo, a solo ager is anyone who is getting older, maybe 60 plus, um, without the support of family. Because if you look around you at the much older people in our lives and in our neighborhoods, mostly they're being helped when they need help by family members. Usually they're kids, but sometimes a niece or a nephew or whoever's available, or they're living in a retirement community and they're being helped in that way. So solo agers are people that just don't have family support uh, in, in back of them for when they need help. Is there any? Do you have any uh, uh, estimation of how many people there are like this in the in the United States today? Yeah, um, I do. There is. Well, let me start with this. The baby boom population has some interesting statistics. About nineteen percent of baby boomer women did not have children, either by choice or by circumstance. Or the pill. And or exactly, <laughs> that's what gave us choice. And. Um, so yeah, there are, and that's du double the rate that it had been for all previous generations. So it's a lot of people and that makes it about, about 16 million people alive today who do not have children, hmm. men and women. So what, uh, then, so what do they do? I mean, obviously when you get older, you're your kids are, or your your folks are gone and they ha I also assume they have no brothers or sisters well some do some don't but you know there's all kinds of family dynamics and family situations these days um, plus not to mention that the um, kind of the diaspora of families leaves people with family all over the globe right. um, and so I like my nearest relative is a brother and he's a five hour drive away and he's not in good health. Um, I don't have kids and, um, the rest of my family is scattered all over the place and it's pretty slim anyway. So I consider myself definitely a solo ager, even though I am married. Some people it, consider themselves solo agers cause they're not married, but then it depends on what other circumstances they're in. But I, I remember I, I grew up on the uh, west side of Cleveland, and on my street was a lot of uh, a lot of European people and such. And yeah, when anything happened, their kids were there taking care of yeah. them. And if their kids weren't yeah. there, their neighbor was there. And it, it, the whole dynamic has changed nowadays. Well, it's because yeah, those kids wanted to get after the mattress after the <laughs> after the old relative croaked. <laughs> Never knew what was under it. Yeah. <laughs> Several thousand dollars in that mattress. So, what uh, basically? What is your your book about then? Retire essential retirement planning for solo 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 agers, which is very. I, when I first read that, when I was going to talk about solo agers, I thought it would be like baby boomer Star Trek fans, you know. <laughs> no. Han Solo. No. Carolyn had that look of a dog looking at a ceiling. No, no, she had the, she had the look of a Star Wars fan <laughs> having oh, Han Solo right. misquoted. All right, back to your book. Yeah, okay. Back to your book and not so, my book. Live long I, and I, prosper, and may the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so my book talks about all the things that solo agers can do to uh, shore up the resources that they do have, um, take a look at the relationships that they do have in their lives and which ones will be um, important to them. Um, reconnect with nieces and nephews is always a good idea because as you work through your estate planning and you decide who's going to be on your advanced directive and your powers of attorney, nieces and nephews are good candidates if they're good people and if they live somewhere near you and you know them. So that's one of the things I suggest. So you got to um, pick a little brat that you want to be a burden on. That's right. <laughs> you got to gotta pick your favorite brat and bond. That's why I, ca I carry my will with me, you know, because I go to a party or something. All right, who wants in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the other thing that's important is building and maintaining community wherever people live. So whether it's in your neighborhood or building community um, around uh, your place of worship or your book club or your running club or whatever it is, those are all communities and those are all people that are in your social support system. And those are the important things for baby boomers uh, who are solo agers to, uh, to think about. So, so let me let me let me rewind a little bit here because it sounds like what you're saying is that you want uh, you want to pick a niece or nephew, and that they're going to be the center of your will, and you kind of make a deal with them, saying you take care of me from here on out, and you get everything. Is that is that kind of what you're saying? No, not really, not really, I'm not that draconian. <laughs> That's what I would say. I would say. But you may, I mean, you may or may not have a niece or a nephew that you feel strongly about that would, um, I don't know, carry on your legacy or whatever. But as far as I'm concerned, I think solo agers should worry more about what happens while they're still alive than what happens after they die. Oh, because no, but that's that. Well, that's what I'm saying is, is that is yeah. that you've got these years where you're actually going to need someone there constantly. Uh -huh. And, and you got to there's got to be some sort of incentive for them to do it. Yes, there, certainly there there does. Although you know they might just love you for who you are. You might have been there. You don't know who I am, Sarah. Uncle. You have no idea who I am. <laughs> Consider it just a, a general statement. One could. <laughs> so do you recommend, Sarah, that people who are boomers who are aging who are alone? that they live by themselves or do they get a golden girl house or do they move to Mexico? Like a lot of our, like a lot of our guests have recommended that you move to Mexico to a community that has a whole bunch of expats. What, what's your recommendation? I think any, any of the above are good. So we'll disclose, right, Carolyn, that we were talking earlier and Carolyn was telling me about her fantasy about a golden girl's house. Right. Yeah. And, that's a perfectly valid thing to do. Dale has that same fantasy, but I don't think it's the same girl. house. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about the Golden Girls house. And, uh, you know, what, what the heck? It's the best one in Texas. <laughs> oh, wow. I haven't heard that reference in a long time. <laughs> Stick around. We're very old. <laughs> Gold isn't worth what it used to be, Dale. Anyway, Sarah... So, so what do you, I mean, are those things plus what, what are, what are other options, especially like, what if you don't have 
nieces and nephews. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of people who are only children and didn't marry and right. didn't have kids. And yeah. then they, what happens? Well, one thing that, that all solo agers should consider is a retirement community. These continuing care or life plan communities, as they're called, are perfect solutions for baby boomers who, who for solo agers, who can afford them because uh, they're not cheap. They're, I live in California where they are the most expensive at all, but um, if you go elsewhere in the country, they're much more affordable. And then, you know, the, the uh, people that run, that run and build those things are aware that there's a whole middle market of people who can't really afford these really high upscale communities and they're building communities that are more affordable for the middle class. So it's all happening. And I, when I talk to solo agers, I recommend that they look around what's available in their community or a community they want to live in and check out those options retirement trailers retirement i, I love <laughs> uh, well i call them mobile homes but i have become i've become a very big fan of mobile home parks huh. because they really have community the people I've met that live in mobile home parks, and I, I've often met them because they come to some of my talks at senior centers and whatnot, and they come up to me afterwards and they say, you know, I think we have a ready-made community in our mobile home park. And the reason that they can do that and the reason people like me that live on cul-de-sacs, some suburb, aren't really as we're not just, we're just not as exposed to our neighbors. You know, we drive in and out of our garage and we don't see our neighbors on a regular basis. But if you live in a mobile home park, you're probably parking your car, maybe in a carport, maybe in a, in a big parking lot somewhere. You've got to go to the center to get your mail, to um, maybe do your wash, depending on how fancy the, the park is. And they almost all have community centers and places where people gather. And I, I hear great tales of people who build community in mobile home parks. So I'm a big fan of those, too. I, let me just say, I was on cul-de-sac for a while, and it wasn't working, so the doctor took me <laughs> off and prescribed something else. But that That's being good. said, going back to the retirement villages, what do you think about the place in Florida, the villages, where they have the <laughs> highest STD rate in the country? Well, doesn't that sound like fun? <laughs> 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 Yeah, that, that, that's quite a phenomenon, the villages. There are about 50,000 people in, that, in, that, uh, in the main villages in the middle of Florida. I mean, it doesn't sound very attractive to me, but, you know, people have community there. They're doing okay. They have and they a lot have, of things they're building, there. <laughs> they're building health centers. They're building all kinds of things for access, um, that, that people can access. So. You know, different strokes for different folks. All right, let's let's hit on a big thing for uh, for baby boomers in retirement, and that's money. You know, do, do you have enough of it? Are you going to be able to live with your kids? Do your kids have any money they can lend you? What happens when you run out of? What do, what are your suggestions? Um, start early. <laughs> yeah, start, yeah. What yeah. else? <laughs> start twenty years ago. Right. Rob a uh, bank. I don't know. Time machine. Um, well. What I often tell people here, um, I don't actually know where you guys are all from. I know Carolyn's in Colorado, but um, here in California, it, it's expensive to live. So I tell people to, you know, take a 
get, get a grip on what you can afford. And if it's not where you live, start looking elsewhere. There's life outside of California. There's life outside of the U.S. You, you alluded to having talked to somebody a, a while ago that was advocating moving to Mexico. I'm, I'm a fan of that. There's a wonderful community down near Lake Chapala. Um, and there's like 50, 60,000 expats that live there. And same is true for um, Costa Rica has a huge expat community, a number of the Central American countries, Panama. Um, and then of course, Portugal and Spain are, are starting to be really attractive as expat havens um, for retirees because they're far less expensive. And your social security check, which doesn't, <laughs> doesn't go anywhere, in a lot of places, it can't keep you in food, let alone utilities and whatnot. We're getting 50 we're bucks more there. a month next year. Oh, $50 whippy. more a month next year. So don't <laughs> bad rap Social Security. That's like almost two cases of beer for free. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that was offensive. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, 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 what if you want to stay where you are? I mean, I, I, I like where I live. I love my house. I want to stay where I am. What if, what if I wanted to do that and I was alone? Well, you know, um, you got to make a choice. I have people that come up to me all the time and say, well, I'm not a joiner. I don't like to be around people that much. Well, the problem is that when you get older, you need people. You need people for a lot more than you need people when you're in your middle years. Um, at some point, you might have to stop driving. At some point, you may have a mobility impairment. You may have a mental impairment. So it's not a great idea. AARP has been pushing this aging in place thing for like a decade now at least. And I, I'm a non-fan of aging in place, especially for solo agers. It's just a, a recipe for isolation and loneliness. So well, I would take it. I would take in renters. You know, thirty-five yeah, to fifty-year-old sure. women. I would take in as renters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's another name for that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, yeah. leasers. <laughs> yeah, the other name for that Dale case is adoption. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's again, but, you here's know, the wheel, sister. All, all kidding aside, taking people in is one way to have a community and one way to not be alone. And there you go. piss off the HOA. <laughs> and the neighbors, yeah. And the, the neighbors, HOA. and, you know. <laughs> so uh, one of the things is uh, you found in, uh, in uh, your research and doing your book some key ingredients for happiness in solo wagers and we all mm -hmm. want to know what makes us happy you know that's why tim and sure. i are in the comedy business hopefully to make people happy for you know 30 minutes out of their miserable lives but um what what uh, what do people need to do when they get old to be happy well i think again it boils down to the same thing i'll sound like a broken record but it boils down to community it's the people you have around you it's actually um you may be surprised to learn it's not money that makes you happy it's relationships it's the people around you and it's relationships and, with people with money well that could be true yeah see if you have money you can helps. afford better relationships <laughs> everything helps but uh yeah it's um taking a look at your at the core relationships in your life and figuring out which ones are really meaningful to you and paying a little more attention to that 
so yeah, and just building that social network. Um, and a lot of solo agers think they're gonna take a best friend and name them on their their um, on their advanced directive or their power of attorney. And yeah, you know, if your friend is approximately your age, that's a little dicey. You don't know who's gonna outlive who and whether that person will still be in um, available and in good enough shape to be that that um, proxy for you. So uh, another good idea is to cultivate some relationships with younger people. Um, that yeah. Dale's Dale's into that Debbie. idea. Yeah, Dale, I know Dale. One question, Sarah. <laughs> Do you think it's sad when you meet people who are solo agers? Does it make you sad? No, in fact, I, you know, I'd like to say I'm a proud solo ager. I'm figuring it out. I'm in the middle of doing a, a workshop, a six month long workshop. We meet once a month and, and I actually, I have about 15 people in this first one and I'm bringing in some experts to talk to them about um, things like their estate planning and choosing um, proxies and their finances and they're, they're loving it. You know, they're really so appreciative of, of the uh, opportunity to put these put these things in place and then be able to just relax and enjoy their life after they've got these things lined up and ready. And it's not that you do it once and forget about it. I mean, you have to take a look at it every five, seven years to make sure that the people you chose are still the people that you want, whether they're still alive. <laughs> so things change. So these things we need to do every now and then. Have you one last thought? Have you ever thought using the popularity of your book to create solo ager online get-togethers? You know, yeah. because that way, you know, you talk about community. Carolyn and I have one we do every Wednesday with some friends of ours. There's about twenty of us, and we mm -hmm. get together and we chat, and it's really nice because it it, it you know, reinforces that community. Yeah, yeah. I you know that's a that would be a very big community, and pretty soon it would get. <clears throat> kind of out of hand. But if you could uh, break I'm, it up, you know, people that yeah. like model trains, people that, uh, like you a, know, a meet up. hate children, you know. <laughs> there actually are some online communities. Um, a woman who's become a friend of mine started the Elder Orphan Facebook group. Now, <clears throat> it's actually turned out to be a fairly positive group, but they don't even allow married people in that group. So mm. I got kicked out. Um, there, there are. Uh, there's a group out of the United Kingdom that is um, thing childless, something or other. But they're kind of bitter and unhappy with their lives, so I don't like their mom. Yeah, but that's the United Kingdom. But, that's everybody. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, communities are important, and I have lots of communities myself that. Um, probably don't leave me a lot of time to start other communities, but uh, it's community is everything, all kinds of communities. Yeah. And you heard it here first, folks. We'd like to thank Sarah Zeff Geber and her book, Essential Retirement Planning for Solo Agers. And uh, where can people find out more about you, Sarah? 
They can go to my website, which is sarahzeffgeber.com, or you can Google the uh, book title, which is Essential Retirement Planning for Solo Agers. That'll probably take you to the Amazon site where you can buy the book. Um, my, my business is called Life Encore, L-I-F-E-E-N-C-O-R-E. So you can also get to that same website if you put in lifeencore.com. So a lot of ways to reach me. And I'm on LinkedIn and, you know, the usual stuff. TikTok and uh, Snapchat and other things <laughs> the kids are on. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you very much, Sarah Zevgeber. And thanks for being with us on another day above ground. Thank you, everybody. Well, boys and girls, moms and dads, that's right. It's time for our weekly contest. We uh, we base it on the game Boom Again, the the perfect board game for baby boomers, and it's uh, it's a lot of questions, kind of like you might find in Trivial Pursuit, but they're all stuff you should know because you grew up in that era. And so every week we ask three questions, and if you can answer them correctly, we'll send you a copy of the game. And uh, you will send those answers to... Another Day Above Ground Show at gmail.com. Send us an email with the correct answers, and you may win a game. There you go. All right. Here's the uh, last week. We had three questions. Let me uh, give you the questions and the answers. First of all, when boomers were growing up, every house had what kind of TV antenna, or had some kind of TV antenna on the roof? What were the kind that were found inside the house called? I know this. Okay, Carolyn? Rabbit ears. Rabbit ears, absolutely, absolutely. Our section, second question is, what was the name of the hotel on Petticoat Junction? There's a Remember little hotel called the Shady Rest the at the rest Junction. At junction. Wow. Petticoat Junction. Lots of girls, you bet. Even more, Even more when, you, when get you get to the junction. Petticoat Junction. All right. <laughs> okay, that's a show. Okay, I grew up in Boston. I don't even know if that show was on there, but show definitely. Oh, it was all over. It CBS on. actually, CBS oh, actually, yeah. they, they they were called the Rural Network because they had Petticoat Junction, Beverly Hillbillies, and Hee Haw was, were all oh, yeah. CBS yep, primetime. Yep, yep, yep. And they, uh, they, they, there was, I forget what they called. They called it the Rural Slaughter or something like that. A new uh, president came in. They said, okay, get rid of all those shows. So. Green Acres was another one. Okay. And here's our last question from last week. On the first day of school, what was the very first thing almost every kid had in his three-ring binder? A pencil case. Pencil case, of course. You had to hold your pencils. And now that we're old, what's the very first thing we have on the kitchen counter? A pill case. Counted out every day. <laughs> So some things never change. All right, kids, get grab your pencils, grab your pens, grab your paper, and uh, jot down these questions so that you can send in the answers. Where would they send them again, Carolyn? Send an email to another day above ground show at gmail.com. Okay, here you go. Number one, things you should have learned on the street. Starting in the 60s, Ford made the Mustang and Chevy made the Camaro. What was Mercury's pony car? Ooh. Yeah. 
That, that one takes some uh, same hitting your head. You I thought it was going to be the I thought it was going to be the Dodge p- p- pony car, but apparently yeah. not. No, it's uh, no, it's the Mercury. Okay, so that was it in the '60s. Ford made the Mustang. Chevy made the Camaro. What was Mercury's pony car? Second question is from things in the news. Name the Korean leader of the Unification Church who staged mass weddings every year. The Korean leader of the Unification Mm. Church. And the third question is, according to the commercials, how pure was Ivory Snow? Okay, they they gave it to you right up front uh, before you you had to do things. Pure as Doris Day. (laughs) <laughs> and Rock Hudson. Rock Hudson was not really pure. <laughs> Anyhow, those are our three questions. And uh, maybe you're saying, okay, well, I'll try and win the game. But if I don't, I'd like to buy it. And Carolyn, can they buy a, a game with us uh, through us? Through us? They, sure. They can go to boomagain.com and buy a game. And their promo code in checkout is 10ADAG. That's 10ADAG. And you will get 10% off the price of your game. Okay. And that wraps it up, my friends, for another week of fun and frivolity. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Carolyn, do you have any last words for our listener? Go have some fun. And you can go to carolynstress.com, and that's not fun at all, but do it anyway. Okay. That's, boy, what a, what a sell job. How about Tim, <laughs> any last words? Hey, if you want to have some fun, you can find yeah. uh, Tim Slagle's new album, Bachelorette Party. It's, uh, you can go to my website, timslagle.com. That's where you can get, get it from Apple. But it's also available on Amazon, Spotify, wherever you get your comedy or music. Two thumbs up for that album. That's very, uh, very, very funny. And I invite you to visit DaleIrvin.com where you can sign up for the Friday Funnies where every week I will make you laugh in your email with both a written and a video presentation of the weirder stories in the week's news. That being said, thank you for listening. Go out and have a great day because today is another day above ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.